Laura. Happy New Year. Woo, 2024. We're here. We're doing it. We're, we, we are here and we are in fact doing the thing. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 2024 guys. And the time is upon us to set new goals, or maybe you've already set new goals for the year. And we would like to celebrate the new year and help you reflect on your new year's goals. So we are bringing back our first ever episode, which is pretty cool on goal setting. So that's what we're presenting with you guys today. Happy podcast anniversary! Yeah, we did it. We did it. We made it a whole year, Laura. This is amazing. We made it a whole year. We've learned a lot of things and it's only going to get better from here. Heck yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for being such a patient and willing, supportive partner through this process. Because of course, it's not easy. This is not this is not an easy <laughs> task that we decided to venture into. And I appreciate you. Yeah, totally. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of uh, work to put a podcast together. You know, like you think like, oh, people just get up and talk and just shoot the shit. And it's a little bit of that. Of course, we always have that in the beginning of each episode. But there's a lot of planning that goes into it. There's a lot of editing. There's a lot of you know, work to get the episodes up. And I'm just so grateful to do it with you, Laura, and just to make this a, you know, a regular thing that we do together, because it just brings me so much happiness to sit and chat with you and go over all these cool topics that we get to discuss and research and things like that. So yeah, I mean, it's been a blast. And I can't wait to see where we can, you know, take our podcast to new heights for 2024. Yes, thank you. I, I think that um, we have a lot of exciting things on the horizon. There's a lot of ideas that we've kind of been sitting on that we're hoping to bring to you. So stay tuned, of course, for all of that. Um, and it's exciting to like be able to have these conversations where I don't know that they are as common as they may be for you and I, right? We kind of almost live in an echo chamber maybe where we're used to being around a lot of like-minded individuals. Um, but I don't know that right. our approach or our lens or our perspective is as common as that, right? Like our, our echo chamber is our echo chamber. So I'm happy to be able to kind of get out of there and share our thoughts, our ideas, and our perspective about fitness, about bodies, about what we do with, you know, our clients, with new listeners, with other people that might be in the industry that are looking maybe for a new way of thinking about things or a new way of questioning the old rules because rules were meant to be broken and that's titillating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I think, yeah, we definitely are representing like a different um, lens, a different perspective on fitness and health. And I think that matters a lot. And so thank you people out there that are listening. And, you know, hopefully you can share some of our insights with your friends and family, share the podcast. Um, that would be really helpful, of course. And, and yeah, I think that it's important, you know, to get that diversity and to get that changing perspective 
on health and fitness because for a long time it has been just one thing that society has like branded as health and fitness. And I feel it's really important to show other sides. And I'm really proud of us for, you know, sticking with our guns and telling truth and sharing all about ourselves. I think that's, you know, we're being very vulnerable on here. And I think that is very brave. So I'm proud of us. Fearless. We're fearless. (laughs) We're so brave. (laughs) Um, And in the spirit of giving ourselves some grace, another reason why we're re-releasing this podcast is so that we could spend more time with our families as we approach the hot holidays that are technically upcoming, although we are talking about happy new year clearly this is being recorded before january 1st uh (laughs) surprise surprise (laughs) surprise surprise surprise. uh i was you know i i I made sure that we (laughs) cut ourselves off before the middle of the month so that we have the rest of the year to spend with our families to spend with our friends um and to really kind of focus on the things that are going to fill our cup so that we can come back to you with the fearlessness that we've been presenting uh, all year, all all 2023. Uh, I am going to update the workbook that I put out last year that correlates with your goal setting. Um, Just make some new tweaks to it. So look out for that because that'll be available uh, January 2nd when this is released and when hopefully you are listening to my voice on this said podcast. So that's all I got. <laughs> I think that's all we need to say. Um, thank you everyone for being here. Enjoy this revisit that we're doing of our very first episode. Again, happy new year and Laura, happy podcast anniversary. Happy podcast anniversary. Happy new year and stay tuned for more titillating talks. This is titillating talks. And we're busting fitness myths. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm Hallie. And this is Titillating Talks. We're best friends and we're busting fitness myths. And sharing honestly. Welcome. Hey, Laura. Hi, how are you? Doing good. Yeah, you know, just a little tired, but really good. (laughs) 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 I think tired is the standard for mothers yes definitely yes it's funny because I feel like I have been sleeping like enough but and then I wake up feeling real good you know I'm like yes yes and then the two-year-old comes out and like after two hours I'm like no I'm so tired (laughs) what's (laughs) happened and I just think that that might be I think that's just the standard maybe that just happens until they're 18 I don't know I guess we'll find out. Is this it? You know, I'm like, is this just it? You just live at this baseline all the time? Okay. (laughs) As long as you're getting sleep, I think that that's the more important thing, right? I guess. Yeah. I mean, now I I know know. my mom drank five cups of coffee a day when I was. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, today is all about goals and (laughs) why I think they're bullshit. No. (laughs) 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 but not bop no but seriously like I um I I have a beef with goals I have I do so we'll we'll get into that yeah especially at this time of year right oh god 
like we're recording this in December. So everyone is talking about their goals for the new year, setting up their fitness goals for 2023 and all that. Business goals, if you're an entrepreneur. All of that, because for some reason, everyone gets really excited for January 1st. And then, you know, two weeks past January 1st, by January 15th, everyone has forgotten their goals or just given up or. Right. Well, I mean, to their defense, in terms of like waiting towards the, the beginning of the year, I think there is like science behind that that says that if you start on like specific milestones or benchmarks sometimes it's supposedly supposed to be easier for you to adhere to it because it is more like a like a hard start right um so I think that that's why everybody kind of does this collective (laughs) goal setting um but yeah my you know again I think we talked about this in the intro right like the my beef with a lot of fitness stuff is that a lot of it isn't nuanced and my beef with goals are that a lot of times they're not nuanced. They're just like, I want to work out more. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to lose 15 <laughs> pounds. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and I think that there's a lot more that goes into goals, like goals inherently, they're, they're not what's bad, right? It's just that I think that we're often not taught about the process um, that's needed and the growth that's needed in order for you to actually get to that goal. And I also think that a lot of goals, not, it's just inherent, they're results-based, right? But then people are chasing the result rather than figuring out the steps that get you to that result. And, um, and also like when you get to the result, then what, right? Like now you're here and what, right? Like, I think that there needs to be a little bit more nuance about like, what, what does this mean? Like, what does this goal actually mean? And how do you break that down into like little bite-sized pieces that actually become um, really transformational, which is what people are actually seeking when they're, when they're setting these goals, they want a transformation um, and something that's going to be um, long-term, right? You don't want to like work really hard to get somewhere just for it to fall apart as soon as you get there. Right. Yeah. You want it to be yeah. sustainable. You want to incorporate it into your life and make sure it makes sense with other aspects of your life because otherwise mm-hmm. it's just not going to fit and it's not going to work. Right. So what are you doing outside of that specific goal to support your goals, right? right. So it's a lot that goes into it. And yeah, like you said, there's so much you know, vague goal setting where it's like, okay, you have that goal, but then why do you have it? What's your motivation? And are you really looking at the deep motivation or just the surface level? Because that can make a big difference in how you commit to it and and how long you commit to it and mm-hmm. all that. Um, and also just knowing like realistically what's achievable for yourself with your circum- life circumstances, your commitment level, you know, and just where you're at now, because if you have a goal of, for instance, running a marathon in three months, but you've never run before in your life, then that's honestly not going to be realistic or you're going to hurt yourself. Right. So, um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into goal setting. And like you said, it's definitely nuanced. And I think that people 
you know, only really scratch the surface of things typically when they're trying to set goals. And that's often why we see people not achieve them or, um, you know, scrap them or decide that they just can't do it. Right. Right. Yeah. The way I typically look at goals when I'm setting them for myself is kind of like in a four-step process. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I look at is um, the growth, right? So like, where do I need to grow, right? So, you know, what do I need to, what skills do I need to grow in order for me to do that thing, right? What abilities do I need to have? What, um, What qualities, you know, do I need to have in order to achieve that? So if it is something like working out, it's not just like, I'm going to work out more. Right. But I I need to check in and say, well, what does that mean for me? Right. Like, am I already working out or am I not working out at all? Have I worked out in the past? What's, you know, where am I coming from? Right. Like, where am I on the map? You know, like if you go into the mall, I always use this example from one of my business coaches. Right. You know, you go into the mall, you look at the map, you see where the Sephora is that's not enough. You need to know where you are on the map, right? You got to find that big star and then, and then you can find your way to the Sephora, right? Um, but you really need to know where, where your skill skills lie in order for you to say, start working out more, right? You need to know what your abilities are. Do you have the time to work out more? Like what, what does that actually look like for your schedule as a parent? Or what does that look like for your schedule as a student? Or what does that look like, right? It's gonna, again, nuance, right? It's gonna look really different depending on what abilities you have. Um, and also like, what are the qualities that you need? You need to be accountable. You have to hold yeah. yourself accountable, right? You not You have to be disciplined, right? And I think disciplined is wildly underrated. Mm-hmm. I think we hear the word discipline and we think like school or we think, you know, we think like, oh, structure. Yeah, <laughs> but you kind of need some elements of that, right? It doesn't have to be like hardcore, but like, if you're not disciplined enough to handle your shit, you're not, then you need to know that, right? You need to observe that about yourself, right? Because the big thing about goals too, is that we're not often taught how to observe ourselves. We're not taught how to observe our habits, right? Yeah. And so what ends up happening is that we end up in these patterns, right? Yeah. Where I'm, I'm not going to go to the gym today. I'm just, I woke up late. It's cold outside. It's dark. It's whatever, whatever. Insert the bullshit here, right? I'm going to insert some random excuse and then I'm not going to hold myself accountable or I'm not going to be disciplined enough to go do the thing, right? Yeah. But it's really important for you to know that that's your primal monkey brain. That's just your monkey brain. That's like, ah, I'll just keep doing the shit I was doing, right? Which is why, by, why by the end of January, you're like, ah, blah, blah, meh. You know, <laughs> because you didn't, you weren't real with yourself to say, oh, I actually can't hold myself accountable. I suck at that. I have no discipline. I suck at that. You have to fucking stand up and say that to yourself, right? So then you can make a plan. Yeah. Then you can make a plan. But if you're not going to admit that to yourself, if you're not going to stop and say, where the fuck am I right now? And do I actually know how to hold myself accountable? Right. And if the answer is no, then you need to like get a friend. Ask your partner. Yeah. Have some. Go to a group class. Um, yeah. And some money. You know what I mean? If the money, if you got the money, if you got $30 and you can throw it at a class, then you're going to be throwing that at the class, right? Because you don't want to lose the $30. If you got a little bit more than that and you can have a trainer, get a trainer. You know what I mean? But whatever yeah. it is that you need to do, 
you need to know what the skills are that you, you know, where are your growth opportunities? And then we could talk about the transformation, right? And that's, that's the first thing I think people need to look at. Um, yeah. Well, because I think order- so many people don't realize how committed you have to be on a daily basis to your goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, unless it's something like, oh, I just want to like read for five minutes a day. Well, that's a pretty easy goal. You could do that. But even with that, like put it in your calendar, you know, like that's something that I found for myself is the only thing that really works when I'm scheduling something, or I know I have a goal to reach every month. I have to put that in my calendar. Like I even put my Instagram DM reach out times with people Mm -hmm. in my calendar because if I don't, then I'm not going to do it. Or I'm just going right. to like, oh, I'll procrastinate and do it later. And I, right. that's, that's my thing I know is for me personally, that I'm a, I'm a procrastinator. And so I know that I'll just keep pushing things off until the very last second. And then I'll <laughs> put it at the last minute and I will do a pretty good job, but I would have done a better job if I had just scheduled it in my calendar and done it you know, in a more realistic and sustainable way. So I think that that's the number one thing for most people is to schedule things in your calendar, schedule your free time, schedule your workouts, schedule your work time. If you're an entrepreneur and you're not putting things in your calendar, like lead generation or like client reach out or, you know, things that you need to do on a regular and daily basis in order to generate, you know, uh, financial gains in your business, then that's something that you need to think about. But also if you're just someone that's wanting to, you know, reach a goal fitness wise, you have to put that in your calendar. You can't just be like, I'm going to randomly work out 30 minutes a day for the next month. That's never going to work. You have to schedule it into your life because then you're setting up that that thing is a priority. It's on your calendar. And that's going to at least hold you a little bit accountable because, you know, the alert will come up and remind you that you need to do this thing. And if you don't do it, what are you going to do? I typically, if I need to move something because like, oh, a client rescheduled, they'll have to move my workout an hour back, but I still keep it in my calendar no matter what. Right. And I think, you know, that's just a good practice. And as entrepreneurs, obviously we have a little bit more flexibility in terms of yeah. like how we could build our schedules. Right. Um, for somebody who's working like a nine to five, it's probably a little bit trickier because you have a hard start and a hard stop. But when you're looking at the calendar and mass, you still, the first thing that you're putting on there, you know, particularly for the entrepreneurs is things for yourself. So that has to be your workouts. That has to be family time. That has to be friend time. That has to be right. All the things that are make a list of the things that are really important for you or it to you. Right. And put that on your schedule first and then schedule all the other things around it, Um, because you have to take care of yourself before you're able to um, transform. First of all, how how (laughs) if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be making any transformations anytime soon. Right. Um, And then it's also another opportunity to observe yourself. Right. Like, are you actually um, keeping these dates with yourself, right? Because that might be another opportunity for you to kind of have a hard conversation to say, hey, well, maybe this is a better time that I can move this thing thing around. You know, maybe there's something I need to cut out. Maybe I need to, you know, rethink the way that I'm approaching 
my free time so that I can have quality time with people. And that brings me to my other point, right, in terms of um, opportunities, right? I think that in order for you to set goals for yourself, you have to be able to set criteria around your opportunities. And what I mean by that is that you need to know what opportunities you're going to say yes to. Hmm. You need to know what opportunities you're going to say no to. And this has to be criteria means protocol, right? Right. This is what I will say yes to. This is what I will say no to. You have a list of things that you'll say maybe to, because I think far too often you have people that are saying no to things that they should be saying yes to. They're saying yes to things they should be saying no to. And it's because they haven't had these hard conversations with themselves again to say, well, here are the things that really need to get done in order for me to have the time necessary to build the skill, to build the ability, to build the thing and to get me to my goal. Right. And it's, it's hard shifts. You have to have these shifts in your schedule and in your time. Um, and if you don't set up that criteria, you're kind of just like, you're just raw dog in the schedule. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like what, what, then what, what, what are your boundaries then? If you don't know what specifically, I'm talking about specifics. If you don't know what you would say yes to, and you don't know what you would say no to, how are you setting up boundaries? You have done, right? Do you you have to respect yourself, your goals and your work enough to set boundaries around them? Yeah. Hard stop, right? You have to. And it's a really important piece to goal setting, right? Again, this is, this is all on the way to getting to that transformation. So far, we're not talking about the goal. We're just talking about the things that you need to get there. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, so much, so much goes into deciding like what you can say yes and no to. And I think that maybe we should do a whole episode on (laughs) that is like a really interesting topic. And I think it's something specifically for people that own their own business, whether it's in the fitness industry or not, you know, there's opportunities abound with clients with you know relationships with networking things like that what really serves you in your business you know um there's a lot of decision that goes into that but I think that in regards to goals you know that's kind of relates back to what I was saying earlier about what what about your life supports your goal right Mm -hmm. because things that you'll say yes and no to like for instance if you're goal is to, uh, I don't know, learn how to do a kettlebell swing, but you're saying yes to going out late every night with your friends and then missing your workouts in the morning. Like how does that lifestyle play into your fitness goals and how does that affect your mindset around it? Does it feel like a chore because you're having to wake up early after a late night out and then you're not having a positive relationship with your movement time because you're tired you know so like there's so many scenarios I guess that we could like pretend to go over but (laughs) I think for most people I think for most people what happens is um just like like you said, like setting up those boundaries for yourself. It's really about like, what are you prioritizing Mm -hmm. in your life? And like, yes, we want a good amount of balance of like fun and family and health and doing things for yourself. So how can you create that 
And, you know, what is your like true, like long-term goal for your life and how do your habits reflect that? Because right. I think I, a little, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. I think a little bit of that too, like listening to you talk, it kind of makes me think of like value systems, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to know what your value system is. Again, you have to like know where you are yeah. and then you need to know, well, what, what value system is required for me to be a healthier person, right? Because it's not just that I want to work out every day. It, in order for me to work out every day to your point, right? Like, or work out in the mornings, I can't stay out all night, right? And I mean, maybe you can, I know some people that do, um, but is that sustainable? Probably not. You know, that's questionable, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it's, just because you can, doesn't mean you should, which goes back to the opportunities and understanding what your criteria are around them, right? Just because you can, it's just like free time, right? As an entrepreneur on my schedule, just because I'm not working with a client and the schedule looks free, doesn't mean I'm available. Right. Right. Um, Cause it comes down to value systems. Like I need to do other things on the back end, other than just be face to face with somebody, right? Like that's my business is only partially about that. And then there's a whole other thing happening in the back. Um, and I think once you understand like, what are the skills I need? Where am I, where am I having to grow? What is my value system? What is the value system I am aspiring to be, to have, to be, to have, to have, <laughs> you know, like, and, and you know, where do my criteria then you could set up your action plan, right? Yeah. And then you can set up the building blocks because now you know what you actually need to do because it's not just that I need to go to the gym. It's not just that I need to lift more weight. It's not just that I need to do planks and push-ups or whatever the hell it is. If there's all this other stuff in the back end that's going to kind of elevate me and help to transform me to get to that point, right? Um, and that's what's really important, right? And then when we look at the action plan, it's like, okay, well, if my plan is to be better at my kettlebell swing and I'm all the way down here on the first rung of the ladder, you know, what, what are the other six rungs looking like? Like what, what, what are those steps? What do I need to do? Okay. I need to maybe not go out as much. I maybe need to drink more water. I maybe need to sleep more. I maybe need to drink less. I maybe, you know, like maybe I need to do all these other things that are going to get me and my body to the point where I can actually do the kettlebell swing. So I don't feel like crap in the morning and I actually show up. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, this kind of in-depth goal set goal setting can be a little overwhelming because it does make you reflect on a lot of things and make you, you know, dive deep into like, who am I as a person? What do I really want? And that can be kind of scary because then, Absolutely. like you said, you have to have those hard conversations with yourself. But, you know, if, you're someone that's listening to this right now and you're resonating with that and thinking like, oh my God, I'm not supporting myself in the way that I would tell my client to, or I'm not doing these things for myself when I know I could be and I would be happier for it and have better results for it, then that's definitely, I think, you know, this is your moment to take that and to start developing a plan for yourself that feels approachable and accessible and doesn't feel like a big 180 degree turn in the opposite direction of where you're at. Because I think that's also something that scares people away is like, oh, I want to make this change, 
but I need to do all of these things to make the change happen. And then if I really want to be successful, I have to do these things as well. And then they're in the whole opposite direction of where their life was, where they fear that that's what's going to happen, right? So it's that fear of change, I think, that holds a lot of people yeah. back. Um, but like, it's yeah. not the point. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I understand. <laughs> I understand the fear, right? I understand the the fear. Like, I totally get it because I've been there many, many times. However, a lot of that is your ego mm-hmm. trying to protect you from things that it doesn't know yet. Right. And if you, this is probably getting a little heady and like a little woo-woo, but like if, if future Laura was to look back at the investments that I've made time-wise, eating-wise, exercise-wise, whatever it is, right, business-wise, is that person going to look back and be like, wow, I'm so happy that she made that change because I am that person, mm-hmm. right? Like I've, I've, I'm inherently become that person by making the changes now, even though they're scary, or am I just going to keep being the same person I've been and then complain about not changing, but then also be scared of changing, right? Like, I feel like it's a disservice to our future selves to oh sometimes listen to that voice in our head and I think that you know like the crazy thing isn't talking back to the voice the crazy thing is listening to the voice in your head Mm. right Mm. the most sane thing that you can do is talk back to the voice in your head especially when she he it is telling you oh that's too that's too much that's too much I can't do that that's scary no (laughs) no like fuck you bitch it is too it's more yes it's different it's not that it's too much it's different and it's forcing you to kind of deal with a lot of things in order to get you to this version of yourself that you desire so much you really you know we, we set these goals again like we do this because we want to see healthier versions of ourselves or we want to see better versions of ourselves, right? We owe it to ourselves to to tell that voice to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. I got this. Yeah. I know exactly what I need to do. Let me just try. Let me just try. Let me just do it, right? And like, who knows? Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <Let's> see. <laughs> I don't know. That's just how I think of it, right? It's just that it the little voice in your head is always going to tell you a million different reasons why you shouldn't be doing something. Yeah. Um, it's probably even more reason why you need to be doing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. going against the grain, right? Going against that thought. Yeah, I think she's that not right. Voice, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that little voice is definitely like you know, you know, like the antagonist of like if you think about yourself as like your lead, you know, character in your story, that little voice is like your ultimate antagonist, like trying to pull you in the wrong direction of, you know, what your like true path is <laughs> like, like, like right. getting a little heady and woo woo, but you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, and like, you know, resonates with people. I think though, you know, like yeah. that kind of thinking is we all have it. Like, I don't know any person that doesn't have that little voice in their head, like doing negative, a little bit of negative self-talk or like trying to convince them to not do something that they want to do. I feel like everybody has that. So, and it's just, and again, it's, it's just to protect you. It literally, it's not inherent. Again, it's not inherently a bad thing, right. To have those thoughts, 
you know, like I, because they can keep you from jumping off a cliff when, you know, you <laughs> and you might die. Like those are, those it's just, the, it's, of- yeah, it's, it's the way that your, your mind protects you from the unknown, you know, and, and it, it also is a way that you get in, in your way. It's another way of getting in your own way and not doing things because they seem big and scary. Um, and I really hope that we can inspire people to again talk back and be like no because I think more people want to see the transformation happen than not and listening to the voice and then holding themselves back you know like there's another way just just try it right and just just tell the voice to shut up (laughs) which sounds really easy if I say it right but but it is a thing right and 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 allowing yourself the space to um express to yourself that you want to see something different for yourself, I think is really important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that if I were to like, just give a little advice to someone who wants to start and is scared, I would say the first step would be to journal because you're going to find out a lot about what you want and why, if you start writing about it. So Mm -hmm. that's helped me a lot is Mm -hmm. to do that so I would say like if you don't know where to start if you know like you have you know this big goal and you don't really know why or you don't know how to achieve it or even how to start making a plan start writing so yeah writing has been like mind-blowing for me like (laughs) I can't even I don't know why it took me so long to get into journaling but now that I'm doing it I'm like wow wow like and sometimes you know it's just ideas that are that are being written down and other times they're really like interesting memories that I had kind of blocked out for a really long time that'll kind of resurface Mm -hmm. um and it's been really insightful that because I was like literally holding things back or holding myself back or holding things in that I've been able to get out and express through pen and paper Um, And it's been like extremely cathartic, you know, to like be able to do that. I also think learning, right? Like a lot of this goes back to like learning new things, not just about yourself, but like learning new skills, learning new skills is exciting. Learning new skills is intriguing, right? It it allows you to stay connected to something other than the voice in your head, right? (laughs) Like, so you have, you have this thing going on, right? Um, you know, being able to do something new can be exciting and mistakes happen and you learn a little bit more, right? Like there's something that's so um, healthy for your brain, especially as you age to do novel things and being open to novel things. And I mean, don't we want to stick around for as long as possible? I feel like I do, you know, like, right. And then like doing things that you, you never know, like you might actually end up loving this new thing that you're doing, right? You might end up loving Pilates or loving, you know, CrossFit or loving running or loving something that you hadn't ever thought that you loving walking, right? Just walking. Some people are like, wow, I just walk now. And it's like amazing. I'm like, (laughs) walking, well, and like free walking, right? Just like walking around with like no end goal in sight, right? Just like, I'm going to take a walk. I mean, you never know. You don't know what's on the other side of that. Right. Like, and I I think that that's something that I really would encourage people to do is like be a lifelong student and be willing to learn and be willing to make mistakes and be willing to fall in love with something new. Um, because 
it's all about longevity. And I think that those things, again, like open up these new pathways in your brain and in your body sometimes, right? Where you are literally creating healthy habits that are gonna keep you around for a really long time. And I feel like ultimately most of us want to stay around for a really long time. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think that that's a really good place to end. So I'm not gonna say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at Titillating Talks. Uh, you can DM us there and we'll drop some of our notes in the show notes about today so that you can apply them to your everyday life and for your future self and transformation. Yes. And thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you really enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. We would really Really appreciate that as well. And we will talk to you guys soon. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support and we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to Titillating Talks. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Titillating Talks and feel free to reach out to us via email, ttpodcastgals at gmail.com with any questions or suggestions. We would love to hear from you. Titillating Talks is produced by us, Hallie and Laura. And our music is by Cruise Cruise. We hope you found this episode titillating.